This is Sean Hayes, your Dungeon Master, and you, dear adventurer, are listening to the Tales of Jamora podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello, Internet. Rainbow. Welcome to Tales of Jamora Leaf Dancer. A Yay! sort of special, we'll call it a side campaign, uh, to our currently running story arc, uh, The Kraken's Wake. Um, this is a series of, we'll call them interconnected one-shots, um, that are tangentially related to the main storyline. Um, but also gives us an opportunity to, like, try out different things. Um, so, uh, I am your dungeon master, Sean Hayes. And with me are Courtney. Hey, everybody! Playing, I'm feeling uh, better. <laughs> sister Monica Joan. Uh, Heather. Playing uh, Mo- Moda. Halfling monk. And uh, joining us this time... Is Sean playing Belladora, a human druid? What's up? So, uh, this does mean uh, that there will not be uh, an appearance by Sir Munts, uh, but that is fine. So, who knows? Maybe if he gets rambunctious, we may see IRL Sir Munts. So, yeah. uh, or if somebody wants to drop uh, that 100 pie cakes to get them on stream, uh, since nobody seems to want to do that. So, um, there will be uh, a break around 8.30, so in about an hour and a half. Um, so, five, ten minute break. But uh, aside from that, um, last time on Tales of Jamora Leaf Dancer, uh, Sister Monica Joan and Moda, accompanied by esteemed leaf dancer adventurer extraordinaire sir months uh were tasked to basically get established in dusky shores uh they were sort of led to a a rundown decrepit building that was their headquarters it was it was purchased at a steel price um and uh set to investigate uh, a haunted house just outside town with any uh, rumors of the prospect of treasure uh, or potential, you know, just ghost butt kicking that needed to be done. Um, upon further investigation, uh, the house may actually have been haunted? Question mark? Yeah, I don't know. Ghosts? Uh, there were certainly spooky, scary skeletons there. Uh, as well as what appeared to be a smuggling operation. Um, the group uh, was unable to fend off the smugglers as they were a bit outnumbered. Um, but uh, managed to escape uh, without any incident. Uh, and die. then And then reported such activity to the town council, who rewarded them. This night's session is going to take place a couple days later. At this point, 
Uh, yes. Thank yes. Uh, so there's certainly, certainly Knights of Rest. Uh, at this point, uh, Belladora has arrived in town uh, from uh, their other adventures and uh, have finally met up with uh, the rest of you and have become acquainted. Um, Sir Muntz uh, took his leave and uh, said that you one of the first tasks that you should be doing is making arrangements for a major domo uh, or at least a, a house manager to sort of manage the headquarters while you are away. Uh, that is beneath his station, so he will not do it. Uh, so. Uh, additionally, over the past few days, although you've been able to get rest, uh, your nights of sleep are fitful, we'll say. Uh, visions of sort of the horrors encountered in the haunted house between spooky skeletons and the giant the giant spiders that nearly consumed you all uh and the centipedes that crawled out through the drain pipes uh but mostly the very uh uh sort of uh disconcerting image of the sort of spectral claws scraping against the window as you were leaving um, is is a an image that sort of haunts your your memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention the unearthly moaning that was persistent. Oh, that sounds super happy through yeah. the. Uh, through the Haunts house. Haunts my nightmares. Haunts my nightmares. There have also been uh, a few reports of townsfolk seeing unusual figures shambling around uh, late at night. Since in the then. House? Uh, in the In town. town. In town. We let something go, Moda. Oh. What did we do? <laughs> um, um, I know. Say we didn't do it? I don't know. I don't um, know. The superstitious folk of Dusky Shores are claiming that uh, given that they see sort of bony hands and fingers poking out from under cloaks as these figures are shambling about, that the dead have stirred and come to life. And folks have taken to forming uh, uh, sort of crude wards and fetishes and placing them outside their doors out of uh, turnips and various gourds in sort of ghastly visages and putting uh, candles or magical lighting within them. Um, Folks are also making offerings to Ramka, the god of death. Uh, and and knowledge uh, by um, also um, sort of offering up scripts and books uh, to the local temple um, so that the, the uh, 
sort of temple next to the, the graveyard um, has also uh, doubled as a library and has certainly gained quite a collection <laughs> over the past few days. Um, and people are also making the the symbol of Ramka above their doors as a means to ward off uh, the supposed undead. Just great. Yeah, this is great. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. Nothing could yeah. possibly go wrong. Nothing no. at all. No. Uh, no. On the third day, it's about, let's say, two o'clock in the morning. And at this point, Bellado, you have also reached uh, this, this building um, and have gotten yourself set up there. Um, it is. Uh, a a two story building. Um, it has a it has a leaf dancer sign out front um, to denote that it is property of of the leaf dancer company. Uh, but th this building is in rough shape. Um, Falling apart. It, it certainly gives you ample uh, materials to work with. We'll put it that way. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so. Uh, but you all hear at some point during the night, um, there's just this uh, tapping and rapping at the windows. Tapping upon my chamber door? Yes. And and scratching at the windows. No spiders! No! No! <laughs> no! Hold up! It's not the spiders, it's the centipedes. Oda, there's something out there. I'm it's sure there's a lot of somethings out there. Go away. Uh, I don't like this. Let's, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna, I gotta get up out of my bed. This is, it's, I'm starting to get a little cranky from not getting enough sleep. And not getting, like, fully, fully restful sleep. So I'm gonna go, like, look at the window. Like, like, slowly creep. Okay. Quietly. Silently with my feline. Just... Okay. Um, let's see. You have dark vision? Um, do I have dark vision? You do have dark vision. Okay. Uh, so it is dark. Um, but you are able with your, yeah. uh, feline like senses, uh, you're able to, um, pick up on the sort of, uh, low light. Um, although it's not as dark as it would seem as there is, uh, the light of a full moon, uh, shining down. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. Cause why not? So. Why not? Um, so it gives you a, a, bit of dim light in order to see. Um, however, uh, you're able to see that there are, in fact, um, evidence of scratches upon uh, the window pane. Our rooms are upstairs, right? Yes. Mora. Mora, there's... What? 
Something was at the window. It was probably a bird. No. It was a bird. No, birds don't do these noise. These these scratches. Have you ever seen the claws of an eagle? Eagles have big claws. They can make big scratches. But eagles don't scratch like this. <laughs> have you ever seen the scratches of an eagle? But eagles don't scratch like this. <laughs> have you ever seen the, the scratches from an eagle? How do you know? Why, why would an eagle scratch at the window? Maybe there's a mouse in here? I mean, you see where we live here? Have we seen any mice? Uh, you have seen the occasional uh, uh, rat scurry through. Even better. <laughs> we don't need any Capri Sun pouches. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, this this isn't right. This isn't good. This isn't good. We we Moda, I'm still we we messed up last time. There was something there. And it's 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 not no. No. We have to go back. Did, did Munts say anything to us about like what we should be doing and what what needs to happen before he left? Um you recall, I mean, it, it's only been a few days. Um, yeah. So he made uh, a bit of a mention that he was going to um, essentially draft up a report to bring back to headquarters and was going to make his way back there. Um, that uh, he recommended to follow up um, with the town council just about the smuggling activities. Mm-hmm. Um but uh he's he's still convinced that there's that there's treasure in the haunted house and thus uh that you should go back there um and uh to to clean clean everything up and uh that yeah he still maintains totally haunted 100% haunted and that there's ghosts that need to be uh exercised from the property i mean there was something nasty in the well Here's my initial thought. Uh, If there's no place to haunt, can they continue haunting it? Burn it? Can we go burn the place down? It does have the spiders, and that is the usual treatment of houses for spiders. You burn them down. No, because then they would get out more. Didn't he mention something about treasure? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't we, shouldn't we find that first? Treasure doesn't melt. You don't know that. Depends on the treasure. I mean, the, the stuff that matters doesn't melt at a high... Depends on who it matters to. Tomes of ancient knowledge would torch in a second. But gold doesn't burn until 1600 degrees. And if you burn a house down, it might 
get that hot? Dude, I mean, a church I burning doesn't get that hot. So, exactly. Like... <laughs> Depends on what's inside of it. I'm just saying we need to be a little more careful here. I'm sorry, Sean, your grin is just getting me. <laughs> Mwah. I'm sure there's only a few dozen giant spiders. It's nothing we can't handle. You didn't see it last time! <laughs> you didn't know like it was said, crawling all over you! I'm you sure that's all it is. See. Just giant, person-sized spiders. He's a person-sized spider I could try and ride. <laughs> you can try. Yeah. Or maybe it'll try riding you. You do recall it wasn't there wasn't one that big. No, no, there was they, they were that they we've seen yet. <laughs> Why do you do this? You've only been here for like two days, and you I simply want you to be prepared mentally, physically, emotionally, managing the expectations. Go set those spirits, and some something spirit-like is really there. That how else can you describe the thing that was at the window when we left? All right, we have. I mean, to... we may have like raised the leader of the undead. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be that bad, right? But we need to set them at rest. But we need to set them at rest. So let's go take care of the... I don't know. Does the undead rest after you kill them again? Sure. I mean, we'll go with that. Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. We'll just we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yep. Yep. Because, because I, I see nothing else more that we could do. We have to. All right. Do we have to go at two in the morning? <laughs> I mean, it's when no. the spirits are out, right? No. We do not need to go in the middle of the night. I do not think. We could... I say we go first thing at li first light, though. That way I we have so as too. because that way we have as much light as possible. Suddenly, for like the longest amount of time of light to deal with all of it, you all mm -hmm. hear an impact against the side of the house. What? What? Okay, I'm going back up to the window. What? What do I see? Yep, I'm. Ch I'm trying to check it out too. Yeah. Uh, give me. Um, so one of you. Uh, whoever's taking point, um, give me an investigation check with advantage. Uh, an intelligence investigation check with advantage. 
I will. Okay. We'll stay with it. That okay. fell out of my hand. That was not a roll. <coughs> um. Okay, with advantage? With advantage. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you it do see... It was so see, close. It was so close. Um, there is evidence and of then. something impacted with the side of the house. Uh, at the ground level. Um, you're not sure what it was. Um, you just know that it definitely caused some exterior damage to the house. Uh, and, um, I mean, you do see that there is, um, movement of figures sort of in the street. There's somebody out there. There's something, there's something out there. Well, you, you see there, I mean, there's movement from multiple figures out in the street. Yeah. There's, there's stuff out there. Should we go say hi? Um, you first. We're gonna, I'm going to grab the pitchfork and the torch because this house cannot stand any more damage. And if they're going to damage the house, I'm going to damage something else. Okay. I'll, I'll grab my walking stick and I'll make my way outside. I grabbed my mace on the way out. <laughs> my, okay. Yeah, quarter staff is... Uh, uh, so you... I follow Bella. Okay. I'm not going first. No, I'll go first. Sweet, I got you. I'm, I got your Zigmoda. <laughs> okay. Sean, <laughs> uh, uh, really quick. So we we we've gotten the long rest. We are we back at full hit points or oh, do yeah. we have points of exhaustion or anything? Okay. Nope. All right. Thank no. you. It's been a few days since your adventure, so yeah, you're all you're all fully recuperated. We haven't awesome. been sleeping the best, but we've been sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's enough to make you grumpy, not enough to mechanically uh, cause you any problems. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. So. Uh, okay. Um, so, Moda, you said you were going to, uh, are you grabbing literal torches and pitchforks? No, I've grabbed my quarterstaff, and my quarterstaff is ready to go. Okay. And I'm going to hurt something. Okay. Um, are you grabbing a light source? I should probably do that. As I, I um, no, as I, as, as I've grabbed my mace, I'll cast light on it. Okay. So, I am behind so. you, but. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, so you do this and, uh, the three of you exit your abode and mm-hmm. venture out into the streets of Dusky Shores. Uh, as I said, it's light of the full moon, so outside of your radius of bright light, um, it's dim light. Um, and it's so a you're able pink to see some. Light. What's that? It's a oh, pink your bright light. bright light. Okay, so it's slightly pink. Okay. Yes, because it can be whatever color I like. <laughs> yep. And I would want it to be pink. <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry, flavor. I think I would be this. holding um, a small flame from produce flame in my hand as well. Okay. And I think that produces um, some kind of bright light, like a torch maybe? Yeah, a 10 foot radius bright light, dim for another 10. Okay. Um, so yeah, so there's plenty of light to go around. 
Um, you see, uh, there are many different figures. Uh, some are shambling around uh, in the street. Um, and you hear just this general sound um, that you, the players, can actually hear. Uh, that just sounds like a rattling of bones as many of these figures are roaming about. Uh, with very long cloaks and robes, hoods are drawn. Um, and the sleeves are long enough that they uh, cover the hands as well. So it, it's almost a comical look Uh Sort of like almost like an old time like old timey ghost kind of a thing with These like are big... cultish like gob like cultish zombies is what I'm imagining. Possibly. Yeah. Um or cultish ad- skeletons. Additionally, something. um there are also um out of the corner of your eye, you also detect like much faster movement. Um, not enough to really see what's going on, but just enough to detect there's enough to see, like... quick flickers of movement just outside the range of your vision. And that goes for, for everybody. What was that? What was that? Hello? Hello? Hey, is anybody hurt? Uh, when you ask that, you see several of the cloaked figures, uh, stop and turn toward your direction and begin shambling their way toward you. Ooh, shambling. Um, you just hello? run into our house. Can we help you? There is no response. You know, you could have knocked if you needed help. You didn't need to slam into the house. There's still no response. Um. Don't stop. We're here for... Good How many of them are there? Um, give me a perception check. You do it, not me. Yeah, I know. Thirteen. Um, there look to be about a half dozen that are making your way uh, from various directions. Making my way downtown. Nice. You're already downtown. I know. They're making their way downtown. Mm-hmm. Further. I'm, towards I'm, us. I'll menacingly brandish my walking stick. Yeah, I, I don't want to... <sighs> um, they're getting just to the edge of the light. The, the bright light at this point. So they're about 20 feet away. Yep. Okay. And they're all, and at this point, you're basically encircled by 
a half a dozen of these figures. Back to back to back. Ready to go. I don't know. We don't want to do this. No. Not right now. Actually, I don't want to do this. And I'm going to run inside. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks. I don't want to fight in the middle of the night. Um. Maybe if we stay quiet, they'll leave us alone. Uh, as you go to run away, yep. one of them sort of lurches out uh, to try and grab you. Um. <laughs> yeah. You manage to break free. Mm -hmm. Uh, but not before it, it does sort of catch you and you manage to easily throw it off, but not before, uh, the hood gets thrown back and the sleeves kind of get thrown up. Uh, and it is a shambling skeleton and you just, the only sound that it makes is the creaking of bones. Chill touch. Buddy. And I'm right. my mace and try him across the face. How about we, uh... How about we roll initiative? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that that was a better roll. Thank you. Six. Okay. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, let me just roll. Okay. Uh. So, 19 was Sister Monica Joan. Yep. You are up first. Uh, yeah. I am, as I said, going to take my mace and hit him in the face with a bright pink mace. <laughs> okay. That didn't... Seven. Uh, yeah, a seven... That is going to miss. Yeah. yeah. Why you do this to me? Uh, Moda. No, no. You are up next. Okay, I'm gonna take my quarter staff and yep. go after the one closest to me. Yep. Twenty. Um, yeah, that'll that'll hit. Okay, quarter um, Five points of damage. Okay. And then um, bonus action, unarmed strike to the same yep. one. Okay. 17. That will hit. just freaked out and I was just swinging wildly. <laughs> Six more points of damage. Okay. Uh, your first attack was five damage? Yep. Okay. It is still up. Uh, but it's hobbling around pretty badly. Okay. Um, it looks like, uh, you notice, um, that they're covered in very, like, thick robes and cloaks and everything, but there seems to be a little bit of resistance underneath. Um, and you see as you hit them, 
um, and parts of, like, the cloak go flying and everything, that they are covered in some, like, scraps of armor underneath. Oh. of armor. Maybe these are former soldiers. I don't know, maybe. Or something is smart enough to put armor on them. I don't know, maybe. I don't think they're smart enough to clothe themselves. Um, make well, me an intelligence check. Who? Oh. Oh. Uh, Moda. Intelligence check. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Fifteen! Uh, yeah, now that you, you're you taking a closer look at a lot of the armor and everything, um, yeah, it looks familiar. Uh, this looks like a lot of the armor that those smugglers were wearing. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, there's that. Um, so are you all set with your flurry of blows? Oh no, you didn't do flurry blows. You just did your regular no, unarmed strike. No, no. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. Belladora. How close together are these guys? Um. So, I mean, they were surrounding you. So it was a half a dozen of them were able to surround you in a in a within a twenty foot radius circle. Um. So that would put them... So it's like a 40-foot diameter. So, like, the two furthest... So... The two furthest ones are, like, 40 feet apart. And they were all kind of evenly spaced around. So we'll say they're, like, about 10 feet apart. Okay. Uh, I will go for the one that has taken a fair amount of damage. Okay. And I will do chill touch on it. Okay. 13 hit. Uh, it does. Perfect. I feel so useless right now. Six damage. Oh. Uh, okay. So my bad. Uh, I forgot that uh, modus damage was bludgeoning. Uh, and that skeleton was uh, destroyed. Oh. Oh. Uh, quite a bit. Um, so, <laughs> we'll just say next target for Chill Touch, then. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, it takes full damage, and, uh, Chill Touch, I believe, does something it else against Undead. advantage, uh, on its next attack against me until the end of my next turn. Okay. <clears throat> so if it tries to hit me, it has uh, disadvantage. Good to know, because it's going to try and do that. Perfect. Uh, and it will miss. <clears throat> uh, so it just... The attacks are very coordinated, um, and they don't seem to be armed, as they're just kind of swiping at you with skeletal claws. Um, and again, Perfect. like, the jaws are opening. There's no sound coming out. Uh, but ineffectually uh, trying to get at you. Um, so, that leaves... Uh, basically two and two. So, um, how this is going to work is one is going to help the other one. So, Moda and Sister Monica Joan are each going to have one attack against them with advantage. Yay. Uh, well, 
that's a big ol' whiff on Moda. <laughs> uh, man. And also against Sister Monica Joan. Um, yeah, oh, they're... What? Yeah, they are, again, not armed, so they're just trying to, like, grab and, and scrape at you with... Uh, I mean, they look kind of like claws, but upon further inspection, inspection, like, they're not really that much sharper than, like, finger bones. So, mm-hmm. um, and that is that. Uh, so now we're back at the top of the, the order. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking... Um, but seeing that um, Bella hit one of them, yes, I am going to toll the dead. Okay. Um, um, so what's that? A wisdom save. A wisdom of twelve. Okay. Uh, it's gonna fail. Cool. And because they've already yeah. taken damage, one d twelve. See, do I have a? Thing for Toll the Dead. I don't. Okay. Um, so that is five damage. Okay. For that. Uh, it is still up. Yeah. Um. Can I do two cantrips at once? Um. You cannot. Okay. Uh, well. You can do a cantrip if it's a bonus. A- you can do a second cantrip if it's a bonus action. No, they're both actions. Okay. Okay, then no, because um, <laughs> you, you only have one action. Is a bonus action? Uh, uh, there are, are there are some cantrips that are bonus. Oh, actions. Okay, specific yeah. ones. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's gonna be it then. Okay. Yep. Uh, Moda. Okay, so I'm gonna go after whichever one is closest to me again. Swinging with the quarter strike, the quarter staff, seeing how great of a job it did before. Yeah. Um, so at this point, it would be the one that's basically being focused because you were all kind of in a tight group. Um, okay. So yeah. Nine. Uh, nine is a miss. Nine. Um, bonus action on un- arm strike. Okay. Oh, it's even worse. Eight. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> um, looks like uh, your strikes are just being um, kind of softened by the, the cloak and you're just hitting like empty like you go to hit it and you're just hitting like a like a carpet that's been folded onto a clothesline um, so it seems like there, there's a lot of loose fabric that's just uh, flowing about um, lack of flesh yes uh, Belladora Uh, I guess the same one that I got last time. I will get again with Chill Touch. Okay. Natural 20. Well, there we go. Uh, so, um, we are still going to use the same crit rules. Uh, so it's max damage, and then you roll the dice again. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, that skeleton, um, it's life or its unlife essence is snuffed out and 
crumbles into a pile of bones and dust. Perfect. Uh, so that leaves four skeletons. Um, this point, uh, they're kind of gonna try to converge on Belladora. Um, and just do help and attack and help and attack. Uh, do they start their turn within 10 feet of me? Um, at this point, yes. Okay, I'm going to use my, what is it called, Halo of Spores? Oh, it's necrotic damage, though. And I think you have to activate that on your turn. It says I can use my reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage. Oh, do I need to do the symbiotic entity first on my turn before I can do that? I'm not totally yes. sure how Spore Druid... I'm still working out the, mm -hmm. the mechanics. Yeah, um, so the way it works is... Um, so you use your wild shape to awaken the spores that are around you. Um, okay. And then you gain 12 temporary hit points. You roll whole, double yeah. damage dice for your halo of spores. Which is why I thought I could do just oh, my wait. halo of spores. Because uh, that, that doubles the damage of it. But like... No, you know what? Yeah, you can use halo of spores. Okay, um, cool. Uh, yeah, because some make, symbiotic uh, entity doubles the damage that it would deal. Um. So, yeah, okay. uh, to one creature, you can so see it what it loses. Con save. DC yes. 13 con save. Yeah. So, uh, that's a failure. So it's 1d4 necrotic. Three damage. Okay. Um, then the next one's going to save. Uh, makes the save. Actually, let me just make sure I, that it I think does. it's just the one of them. Um, I think it's just oh, it's one, one creature. Them, so okay, yeah, and it's a reaction. Yep. Okay, yep, yep. so yeah. Yep. So the first one takes three damage. Um, then, uh, let's see, so that's a hit. And that's a hit. So that is two hits against Belladora. Um, oh boy. You take... A combined total of three points of damage. Oh no, that's oof, that's brutal. Hey, Whatever will what? I do? Level three, dude. <laughs> I know I shouldn't complain too much. Yeah. Um, we are back to uh, Sister Monica Joan. Yes. Um. So. There's been ones that the ones that have been hitting Belladonna, those have been hit. All, all of the remaining ones. Um, all of them have been hit. Cool. Uh, no. Just one of them has been hit. Yeah. All of them are attacking Bellad Belladora. Okay. So the one that has already been hit. Yes. Yeah. You want to do more told the dead. Okay. Uh, that is a success. Turn it. Um, yeah, it doesn't do anything if it succeeds. Pop bear form and tank for a while? <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Um, I, yeah, that's, I meant me. Yeah, because oh. I pulled aggro. Except you don't want to. As a sport. I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm just not. You want to just, just become covered in mushrooms. Uh, so Moda. Yeah. 
I'm going to go over there and just start swinging the quarterstaff one more time. Okay. Try you don't to have to go very far as they have converged on your position. Yeah. Hit things with quarterstaff. Going for kneecaps now. Okay. 19. Uh, that'll do it. Ugh. Four points of damage. Um... And now Flurry blows. Okay, so I will say, after that quarterstaff strike, uh, I mean, you actually, you you did, in fact, you know, go for the kneecaps. A uh, lot, of, lot of damage in that strike. Uh, oh. um, and the skeleton is looking pretty rough. Oh, okay. Um, can I pop that one once and then go for the next one? Right next Absolutely. Time? Yeah. Awesome. Gonna do that. Um, no, ten. Uh, ten will not hit. All right. So then I'm just gonna go pop the other one, or pop the same one again. This is the first one. Oh, seventeen. Yeah, that'll totally do it. Um, and you don't have to roll damage. Because Sorry. even a even a minimum roll will deal enough damage. Uh, yep. And yeah, uh, pop pop right in the face, and uh, the skull uh, just breaks under the weight of your unarmed strike. Yeah, you went boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so you do a headbutt as it's falling from the kneecap breaking. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the. Uh, Belladora, you are up again. So now you could use your reaction on your turn to force um, one of them. Oh boy! Uh, to make a save. Uh, there's two of them on me. Uh, more. There are now. Uh, there are three of them on you, and there are only three left. <laughs> Um, and, uh, none of these have taken any damage, so. Okay. Uh, chill touch. Keeps working. Okay. 16? Uh, 16 will hit. Um, and did you want to use your Halo of Spores? I did, yep. So that's four damage okay. from the chill. And, uh, and it, on the same. It failed the save. Ooh, four damage. So total okay. of eight to one of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, between uh, your spores and your spell, um, you see a lot of uh, the creature's bones sort of like bl- blacken and break um, just under the necrotic power. Uh, Perfect. They are going to shift tactics... And I'm going to need either athletics, either strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics checks from each of you. Everybody? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Modify 20 athletics. Okay. So. 22 acrobatics. Okay. So. What's that? My rainbow dice like me. 
Uh, Belladora, what did you get? Modify 20. Modify 20, okay. Okay, uh, what they tried to do was uh, to essentially grab onto the three of you. Uh, to grapple you, and none of them succeeded. Uh, you all either powered your way out of it or slipped through their uh, sort of shambling grasp. Um, I, I mean, that's their turn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're back up to Sister Monica Joan. Yeah, I'm getting mad now, um, so I'm going to again take my mace and try and... Um, just smack the closest one in the face. Okay. I will say, for future reference, uh, Courtney, um, you do have an ability called Turn Undead. I do, that's right. It's a little late to use it now, but just for future reference. I'm getting used to Cleric, dude. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's why I just wanted to remind you. Yeah, I was, like, looking through stuff and I was like, no, I'm just getting mad. Oh, wait, I could've, yeah... I mean, to be yeah. fair, it's also not as exciting as uh, Blessing of the Trickster, so. But yes, uh, go ahead and make your mace attack. Twelve. Uh, Twelve just misses. Oh. So you see, uh, you think it would connect, and you hear, like, what, what sounds like bits of leather and chainmail that your uh, your mace connects with. So you also come to the conclusion that they're somewhat armored underneath these cloaks. Uh, Moda. Alright. keep doing what's working and quarterstaffing. Thank yeah. You. Yes, keep doing it, Moda. 18? <laughs> yeah, 18 will do it. Oh my gosh, I keep rolling bad damage though. Uh, four... Uh, and bonus attack, unarmed strike. Yep. Eleven. Uh, eleven will not. However, uh, with the four damage, uh, you have guessed by now, skeletons seem to be somewhat weak against blunt damage, uh, and blunt attacks. Um, so, uh, you manage to swipe with your quarter strike and uh, bring down the skeleton that uh, Belladora had previously attacked. Ha uh, Reducing that one to a pile of bones and scraps of armor and loose cloaks. Uh, there are now only two skeletons left. Belladora, it is your turn. Be druid, I love the whole fire and ice thing, so I'll use the flame from my hand to throw it at... Uh one of the things. Yep. For produce flame. Is it uh, an attack roll? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I think, oh we, no. I think we lost Belladora. We can you not? Can you not hear me? There we go. Oh, there we go. We you you, you just froze okay. for a second. Okay. What was your uh, attack roll? 17. Yeah, that'll that'll hit. Uh, yeah. So two damage, and I'll use my spores again. Okay. Yeah, because you need to get a 13 to hit. Uh, they fail. Just can't do that tonight. Three damage. Okay. Um, 
the remaining two um, are just, at this point, uh, one is going to go after Moda, and the other is going to go after Belladora. Hmm. Um, so the one against uh, Moda is going to miss. Um, Belladora, you are going to get hit. Four, a whopping four points of damage. Wow. Maximum damage. Vicious. Uh, as the sort of sharp fingertips of the bones uh, just rake across uh, your shoulder, uh, tearing through the fabric of your robes. And uh, that puts us back at the top of the order. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quick question. Quest. Of mechanics-wise. Mm-hmm. I have two weapon fighting. Could I have been clawing them as yep. well? Uh, yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, your claws are light weapons, like... right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yes. My claws are... Yeah. Yep. Okay. You you can just as a bonus like, action. Just just get into yeah. Bonus yeah. So okay. uh, it's uh, only if you attack with your mace, because casting yes. a spell isn't considered an attack. No no no. I know it has to be a melee weapon. And yes yep. yes. I knew that much. Yeah. But I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Can so I if you want to do that, go ahead. That's what I want to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Oh. <coughs> 17 to hit with my mace. <laughs> okay. Freaking finally. Spur. One damage. <laughs> and uh, then hit with my claw. Or oh, two damage. Okay. So you know that... Uh... Actually, it's... Um, so you are applying your strength penalty for... Yes. Okay. Unless... Yes, I are, am. are you able to treat it as a finesse weapon? Actually, why am I doing this? Uh, no, because... Okay, no. It, yeah, it, it's, I have your character sheet right here. I don't know why I'm... I don't know why I'm asking these questions. Okay. So... Yes, I am applying the actual... What it's okay, so you deal, a, yeah. you deal a bit of damage. Um, again, stop. your mace strike uh, is uh, more effective than uh, a regular attack would be. Yes. So, there's um, that. And as I hit and break my claws against him, yep. I let out... You know when cats, like, howl? Yeah, I let out one of those. Okay. Mad. Yeah, I'm mad. mad cats. Because I've been trying to hit it. <laughs> and uh, it wouldn't let me. Moda. Alrighty. Same thing. Quarter mm-hmm. staff, whatever one's closest. Mm-hmm. 24. I, I think that'll do it. <laughs> nope. Oh my god, I need to stop rolling that one. Four points of damage. Um, unarmed so, strike. Okay. Uh, no, so, ahead. no, uh, go ahead with the unarmed strike. Alright, unarmed strike. Oh, nope. Seven. That one doesn't hit. Nope. 
Um, that skeleton is looking pretty bad. Uh, and is, is sort of, like, shambling around and, like, making, uh, unpredictable movements. Kind of as if, uh, you kind of had knocked it off its balance a bit. Uh, Belladora. Uh, I will use my spores on the one that's off balance. Okay. Uh, does not make the save. Wow. Two damage. Okay. Uh, it is still up hanging by a thread. Chill touch. Okay. 16, I'm assuming, hits. Uh, it will, and that will reduce it Four to damage. a bio- pile of dust. Perfect. Um, I believe that leaves one skeleton left. That that skeleton is going to start attacking with reckless abandon. It's going to make an attack against each of you. Ha 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 ha. Secret abilities. Oh no. Uh, What? Let's see. Okay. Um. Ah, that's three hits, or one hit against each of you. Mm-hmm. That is four damage to Moda. Four damage to Sister Monica Joan. And three damage to Belladora. <laughs> Uh, I then need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Nineteen. Twenty-two. Seven. Uh, so we had, uh, eight, nineteen, and seven. Is that right? Yep. I, I had 22. You had 22. You had 19. And you had 7. 19, yep. Yeah. Okay. 7. Big whopping 7. For saves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sister Monica Joan. Yep. You take 8 points of piercing damage. And the other two of you take four points of piercing damage. What happened? As the skeleton violently explodes. <laughs> the actual. <laughs> yep. Into what into the actual. Uh, the, the, yep. Yep. It it violently explodes in a series of bone shards and splinters. That's a thing. Yep. They they hit the self-destruct button? Yep. Surprised the rest of them didn't do it too. Oh. <laughs> well. I say let's leave these piles of dust and bone here. Get a decent night to anyone else that might come. Can we go I'm back okay and go to bed? That. I'm okay with that. 
you hear yeah coming from a nearby rooftop as i can hear we that, help you wait, wait 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 as i hear that the heckle like the the heckles on my neck like shoot up and i kind of go <laughs> and like just glare daggers towards wherever i'm hearing the noise I'll produce flame again. Hold it in my hand. Okay. Have it at the ready. Wonderful! Wonder! What a wonderful performance, everyone! You performed quite well. And you are. You turn uh, and and look into the direction of where the the voice is coming from. And up at, on top of one of the, the houses that are downtown, you see, um, and you see more of the silhouette against the moonlight, um, a very thin kind of gaunt figure, uh, that appears to have a large pumpkin on top of its head or for its head. Uh, simulator in like a long tattered coat. Um, but like in- incredibly thin arms. And you see the sort of mouth of the pumpkin moves, uh, and there is kind of this greenish, uh, light coming from within the pumpkin, giving it a bit of an eerie, eerie silhouette against the, the night sky. It then uh, sort of gets up and, like a spring, crouches down and then leaps into the air and sort of tumbles uh, onto the street uh, in front of you. Yeah, I go to swing at him with my mace. Uh, well, it not in... Not close enough? It's not in melee range with you. Okay. It's about... I. It's, it's at the mace. edge of the bright light. I ready my mace. And then and then stands up. To about a, a, the full height of like eight feet tall. What do you mean performance? Well, this is... Well, some manner of spookiness that... I couldn't help but take notice of. And, well, I I don't ever want to see anyone harmed through spookiness, uh, so it's good on you to make sure that nobody was actually hurt through this display. Yeah, because we're totally nobody. Oh, well, I mean. I think, uh, I could certainly help take care of that, but, I mean, if, if you would do something for me. So, so, wait, whoa, hold on. Did you set all these things up? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you see, I'm simply, I have an interest in spooky things that happen across, uh, this 
wondrous land of yours. I mean, you seem pretty spooky. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, who are you? Who am I? Why, I'm the Prince of Autumn. The king of... The king of spookiness. The purveyor of tricks. You are also very suspicious. Ah, well, I mean, it's smart of you to think of that. I I am... How can you be a spooky thing when you've got a pumpkin on your head? Pumpkins make great pie. And the prince or whatever of autumn, autumn is the prettiest season in the world. Not a very scary thing. Ah, you see, that's merely my title. My court is known as the Autumn Reapers. Perhaps you've heard of it. Have I heard of it? Uh, So anybody can make an intelligence arcana check. Or we'll say intelligence history. And depending on which one you roll, I will give you different information. I get the same buff in both. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but you'll get different information depending on which one you pick. Arcana. I rolled a three, so I know okay. shit. I'm not from here, so that makes sense, actually. Yeah, that does make sense. Yes. <laughs> uh, Belladora, what did you roll? 18 Arcana. Okay. Uh, Moda, are you just not rolling? No, I'm not rolling at all. I'm enthralled <laughs> by the pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, Belladora, you are, you are actually familiar with this court. Um... It is a fey court, um, one of the major fey courts, uh, governed by the seasons. Um, the The autumn reapers are basically the fey of autumn and fall. Um, they are known as uh, trickster fey, in particular. Um, their goal is um, they're more of like playful fear. So, like, they're the ones that will play, like, a spooky trick on you, but then have a laugh about it afterwards. Um, not necessarily malicious or or murderous by any means, um, but uh, they, they seem to gain their power through shrieks. Um, so, I guess, to, to put it in context, it's sort of like a Monsters, Inc. kind of a thing, right? Where like okay. they're just, they want to scare people, mm-hmm. but they don't want to hurt people. Okay. Okay, so like haunted house, they want to scare you, but they can't yes. touch you. Yes, that is that is a great way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, good haunted houses scare you, but people don't touch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still doesn't help Courtney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question. Could mm-hmm. I make a religion check? On uh, that? for what? For 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 knowledge about these guys, because I do follow a trickster god. Um. So, that is a different purview of knowledge. Okay. Just, just uh, because like, because the Fey are not divine beings, okay, and was, they're was... they're they're not really part of any of the established religions or pantheon of okay. Jamora. 
Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. so knowledge of the Fae is more covered in like arcane studies and folklore than it is under okay. um, knowledge under of religion. religious rites. Yeah. Okay. So. It was worth a question. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And Sean Belladora is uh, does has has certainly heard of this individual before, uh, as he is the uh, king of that court. You've told us your title, but what's your name? Oh, well, you see, names are a funny thing. There's many names. Which one? I've, I've... Um, Sean, we're getting some kind of weird feedback. Yeah. From Mike. Um, I mean, well, you can simply refer to me as, hmm. Well, let's say the Pumpkin King. That's that's another one of my titles that I'm known by in in the mortal realms, uh, and certainly, I mean, I can't go giving you any powerful names, but that's not of any concern right now. Is I'm willing to help you all out if you're willing to help me out. How does that sound? How are you thinking that you could help us? Well, I just said, uh, you, you have some wounds that need to be patched up. Yeah, but we could take care of that. What can I you mean, actually you do? You could. Or you could have somebody do it for you. But what... Ben is right here. Yeah. Beds can help us do that. Yeah. Seriously, what do you honestly have to offer us besides this trickster whatever you're doing which is not cool by the way ah well I do believe uh, mortals you do love your trinkets don't you trinkets and treasures and such and sorts you did say the magic T word go on or perhaps treats trinkets treasures and treats I do love things in threes but see, I don't want any of your tricks. Oh, well, I mean... Which, yeah, which that's... if you had anything to do with this that just happened, I don't want anything to do with you or your tricks. I don't no, 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 I think you misunderstand. I am not the designer of this situation. I am simply drawn to this situation. It attracted so, my attention. Okay. Um, but if we get rid of the situation, doesn't that mean you don't get to have your fun anymore, I guess? Oh, I'm still just thoroughly entertained. Oh, okay, but then there won't be any more entertainment. Oh, well, I mean... I think there will am... always be tricks to be played. They, I... Indeed. This this one gets it. 
that said, I mean, it is autumn. It is the time of change and the time of ending. All things must come to an end. Uh, including my entertainment. Okay. All right. So what would you need from us? Well, I'm sure you've you've seen sort of this waves waves a hand in front of his large pumpkin face uh, around town and sort of then gestures around to the various buildings that have the the gourds and turnips and stuff with little uh, uh, the little jack basically the little jack o' lanterns. Well, where do you think that custom comes from? I, mean, I know it's not tea fear. If you could simply make sure that there is an offering in each of the jack-o'-lanterns, and then collect said offering for me. Wait, are supposed to be people supposed to put gold in these things? Oh, people can put whatever offering they feel I deserve. And I'm sorry, but what? Sorry. It's not up to me to decide what people want to give me. I mean, they're giving you gourds and vegetables. Those that are said, light. that said, like, uh, I will judge what they have given me. And what now, do you do if you don't like it? Oh, well, that's none of your concern. You don't yeah, have to worry you... about that. Oh, but do. All, all I'm asking you to do. Grocery shopping for you. <laughs> I was gonna say I used to play this game when I was a kid. I was really not such a good kid. We'd go around and we'd take things like this off of porches and we'd smash them. So that was the fun part. That's what I would do. What happened? You notice that the light starts to dim uh, from your light spell. Until it eventually goes out. Same thing with your produce flame. Um, you both get the sense that like your spells are still active, but it's gone well, dark. Like, as as I'm touching it, I'm like trying to make it go like different. And uh, to the point that like even the night sky grows darker and darker. What you do? Uh, until it's just totally dark. Um. Until all that's left is the glow from inside uh, his head. What you do? I don't think you fully understand the powers that you're dealing with here. Now, I consider myself benevolent. A downright... Well, one of the better fae, even... But even I have my limits as the face starts to grow bigger and bigger. Uh, until it seemingly takes up impossibly large, like 30 feet in width. So you know those videos of cats, that that cat watching the horror movie and his eyes and the pupils just get bigger and bigger and bigger? Yeah, yeah. that's what's happening with Monica Jones' eyes right now. She's just... Now, what I'm asking you to do is to collect 
all 99 offerings. 99? Sorry. By sunrise. You do this Wait. for me. And I will take tomorrow. and I will take care of this menace and your wounds. You mean sunrise tomorrow. That sounds a little bit more fair. Sunrise is approaching quickly. Here's the thing, we can't convince people that leave you things if they're asleep. Mm. As I said, the offerings are already left. Oh, you're talking about, like, the... They left things in the pumpkins that we need to go get. Could be some some bit of food, could be some gold, could be a trinket. That's a weird tradition. We are to go to all of the pumpkins and get the offerings, say, in a sack and deliver it to this fine king. You really want stuff that people left him, like, through? Vegetables? Like, you, what is... Hey. Do you do this regularly? Things... Once a year. I don't usually associate it with the fall either. But he wants his presents in a sack. It's in a sack. You guys have some weird traditions here. Oh, man. Yeah. It will be done. Yeah. That is Any... the correct answer. Now, no Any tricks. Maps? I'll know. As I know all tricks. And then the mouth begins to open wide. And you see there's within the mouth there is just greenish flame everywhere and the mouth then sort of closes down on to all of you but as it happens it sort of spills out and i mean you're back in the center of town you are unharmed well. and unhurt Shall we? uh and then the Pumpkin King is nowhere to be seen. Thought he said he was gonna like make us feel better. Once we complete his task. Um okay. Um Shall we? I go over to the nearest pumpkin and I open it up. Uh you see inside, along with the candle, there's uh it's Silver coin. Pull it out. Uh, I'm assuming I have a sack. Let me check my inventory. Hold on. I'll go upstairs and grab a pillowcase. I was just saying, I'm going to go grab a pillowcase from upstairs. Yeah. Sure. Hold on. Hold on, Bella. I'll go grab something. I mean, a blanket will um, work. Mine too, does my, in case we need two of them. Does my mace work again? When I'm oh, yeah. touching it and casting yeah. light? Okay. It's, it's it, back to a nice pink glow. You know, the, the spell never stopped. Uh, 
Yeah, but I'd been touching it trying to change color. And so when it came back, it was green. <laughs> yeah. So I touch it again and it's back to pink. <laughs> and then um, Produce Flame is still active. So. Perfect. Because <laughs> I was just going through the... Try to get the color to work. I'll use the pot from my mess kit and I'll put like the silver piece in the pot. Perfect. And then I'll wait for my <laughs> companions to come back. Yep. Is it really that simple? Oh, I'm assuming this one is. I'm guessing others may not be. He is, after all, a fae of tricksters. Okay, and but not all tricksters are doings. I didn't uh, say it would be B bad. Belladora, you, you are also aware. You are also aware. Um, like, not just a fae, but as, as the king of a court, Archfey. Archfey of tricksters and tricking. I don't necessarily think he will be evil about this, but I would not expect them all to be so straightforward and simple. But we shall see what we get. Perhaps I'll be surprised. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Um, okay. Shit tonight. Whatever. Game seven, though. How do you really feel? These are new dice. They don't like me. I need to, like, get them in with the rest of my dice and actually, like, acclimate them. Something. Um, okay. Feeling a little better. Does anybody need any healing? Before we do this, because if I we're mean... doing this for an Archmay, I doubt that, as, as Bella said, I doubt it's going to be this simple. I mean, I won't say no. I'm two-thirds where I should be. So, Bella? I won't say no. Bella, do you need help? I saw you getting beat up. Bella? I'm all set, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Come, come, come here. Uh... I am um, capable of taking care of my own. Thank you, though. Um, so. Five health back to you, Moto. Thanks. Yeah. Can I get an intelligence check from each of you? Okay. Come on, Rosie. You like me. You love me. <laughs> you. Seventeen. Okay. Four. Just straight intelligence. Okay. Just straight intelligence. Fourteen! Fourteen, okay. Um, so, just thinking about the number of offerings, and it looks like there's been, like, like, each dwelling simply leaves, like, one jack-o'-lantern yep. yeah. on the doorstep. We have to hit 100 houses. Uh, 98 houses. Nine, well, yeah, so 99 houses left. Um... I thought he said he wanted 99, and there You already were... have one. And we already had one, so 98 houses. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. 
Yes. Uh, it's been a bad week. <laughs> yep. Moda. Uh, that kind of sounds like a lot of houses. Toad sounds like a lot of houses. It does sound like a lot of houses. Does uh, this town have that many houses? Sister Monica, that's what you're thinking with a 14. You're not entirely sure if, if this town has enough houses for 99. Does this... No, d- d- b- uh... Bella, you're pretty sure uh, that it's it's going to be close... But you may have to check outside town. Very well. Does this... this... Uh, and that um, is where we're going to take a quick break. Uh... <laughs> so uh, we'll be back in 10 minutes, folks. Um, so go take a bathroom break, get a drink, get a snack, uh, stretch your legs, get that blood moving. Do a quick couple mini games in a ring fit adventure, and uh, and we'll be back. Let's see, where is there? We go. Be right back. Doot. Hello, everyone, and we're back. Yay! So, hope you all had a nice break. Yes. My drink in the other well. room. Just have to <laughs> deal with it. Okay. Uh, so, before the break, uh, the crew of Leaf Dancer had encountered the Pumpkin King, Archfey of the Autumn Reapers, a court of fey known for trickery and the autumn season and sort of delighting in the uh, fright of mortals. Uh, but not the harm of mortals. So they're, they're, they're the archfey of haunted houses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which may be relevant. Um, the party also if you encountered. Get up in here. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so dead serious. If you get clowns up in here, I am out. <laughs> Why so serious, Courtney? Um. You know exactly but, why. But uh, the they party also also encountered a bunch of spooky, scary skeletons went shambling down the street. Uh, down the street, down the street, pretty old girl I'd like to meet. <laughs> nope, that's not how that song goes. The song is Spooky, Scary and Skeletons. And they danced by the light of the moon. <laughs> uh, they most certainly did not. They got their uh, bony butts handed to them by the group. Uh, and one of them exploded. So. Uh, in exchange for collecting offerings made to the Pumpkin King, uh, the Archfey would... <laughs> the Archfey would, would provide assistance in... <laughs> I, I have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he does not still want to say hi. Uh, so no, but but Megan knew that I needed to say hi again. Yes, yes. Uh, the Archfey was going to provide uh, his support in driving the undead away, which may lend some credence to the folklore 
of putting out uh, basically jack-o'-lanterns on doorsteps. So, with that, uh, the party has now realized that there might not be enough houses in town to cover mm -hmm. uh, the 99 offerings requested. Yeah. And they may have to venture outside of town. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is, uh, we're just going to make uh, a couple couple rolls, and we're kind of going to uh, uh, montage our way through the collection of of these things. So, gonna need a montage. Uh, for this, we're gonna do sort of like a skill challenge. Um, so I'm gonna okay. need initiative rolls from everybody to just determine what order we go in. Seven. Okay. Nine. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense with me going last because I'm not from here. Yes. So here's how this is going to work. Uh, on each of your turns, you're going to make an ability check, either using a skill or a tool of your choice. Um. And uh. Then the next person's turn, they may not use the same skill or tool. Um, there's an additional restriction in that you cannot use the same skill or tool uh, two of your own turns, excuse me, in a row. Okay, so the normal... How it's the normal that. rules that we use uh, for skill challenges in uh, the Kraken's Wake. Okay. Um, which, uh, for those uh, astute observers, uh, these are also... The skill challenge rules used by uh, the Critical Hit podcast. So, go check them out. Alright, so, Belladora, um, how are you going to kick off this, this montage? And what are you going to do in terms of uh, searching for and collecting these offerings? Uh, I am going to use an insight check to try to figure out where, uh, what the most efficient route would be. Okay, so this one's going to be a little weird, and this is and this is going to be an intelligence-based insight check. So if you're trained in insight, you'll get to add your proficiency bonus, but it's going to be based on intelligence and not wisdom. Oh boy, okay. Haha. -ha. Modified 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, you determine... Um, it might actually be best for the three of you to split up to cover more ground and then reconvene back in the center of town. Split the party! So, um, there are basically, uh, there's two main districts in town. Um, there's basically the western shore and then the eastern shore. Um, but the eastern shore is, like, kind of twice the size and there's like a northern market district, and then there's like the fisher, like the fishery district. So that gives you kind of like three districts to to spread yourselves out through. Um. So yeah, and uh, and we'll say that you guys do that, and you basically go about your own your own ways. Um. And that actually helps. So you seem you do gain quite a bit more ground, uh, by doing that. Uh, Moda. 
Okay. I think I'm going to use, so uh, I'm gonna take my little district here and I'm gonna try and move as quietly as I can so that I'm not interrupted. So I'm gonna make a stealth check. Okay. To see how this. Yeah, uh, you definitely, I mean, there are still these shambling, uh, now, you know, skeletons wandering about. So, uh, yeah, moving around mm-hmm. undetected. Probably a good strategy. Mm, 22. Uh, yeah, that'll definitely succeed. Um, so you, uh, you know, hide in various alleys. Um, and we'll say that you, because, uh, you... Do you have unarm- unarmored movement yet? As a monk? Uh, say that again? Do you have unarmored movement yet as a monk? I do not yet. You do not. Okay. Um, so we'll say then, as a, as a halfling, that uh, you would probably end up taking, like, the market district, since the other mm-hmm. two folks move faster than you. Um, so that way, uh, you duck through alleys and everything as a way and uh, manage to... Okay, yes. I do have an unar- unarmored movement. I apologize. Okay. For that one. Okay. I do. So, but... we'll still say that you you take the the market district, um, mm-hmm. and you're using a lot of the various market stalls and barrels and and storage containers and everything to hide from these uh, skeletons that are shambling about, um, and manage to uh, collect the offerings, um, like a reverse Santa Claus. Uh, in the night. Uh, Sister Monica. Yes. Um, I... So first up, uh, are you taking the tavern district or the fishery district? I'm going for the fish. Okay. It smells like fish there. Yeah. It just perpetually stinks of fish. No, it smells beautiful of fish. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's also like fish, it's like fish and salt. It's the smell of money. Sure. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll explain that one off stream. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so how are you going to, uh, contribute to this montage? Um, okay. So, Bella did investigation. So, but the only restriction that you have is that you just can't stealth. I can't stealth. Yes. Okay. Um, I am... I'm just going to use my perception to, like, look in being to find these weird little things that everyone has put out on their doorsteps and make sure that I can find them all. Um, because it's weird to be, like looking for these exact decorations and for the ones that have, like, the stuff inside them. Okay. Um, this, is, this is a weird tradition that people have putting things inside like, carved vegetables. I don't so, it'll, it'll be the same bonus. Okay. Um, because I was going to say it's more of an investigation, but it's going to be a wisdom based investigation. Okay. And, 20. uh, okay. 
Uh, and for those that are wondering why I'm doing all these unusual ability combination types, uh, <coughs> as that is something um, I will cover uh, perhaps in an upcoming uh, web series. Um, so yeah, uh, but basically it's, it's, you can, uh, apply different skills to different ability checks. So, um, so yeah, uh, 20, yeah, uh, you definitely keep an eye out. You find a couple that you might've otherwise missed, um, some, uh, where a few folks like put them on windowsills instead of doorsteps, which is weird. Why would anybody do that? Um, and a couple that are, um, what look like uh, their domiciles that, you know, it might it, it might be like a row house um, mm-hmm. and um, sort of a multi-unit dwelling where there are back entrances. Um, so they have uh, these jack-o'-lanterns um, on the multiple door. sides of the buildings. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we are back to... Belladora. So that leaves you with the tavern district, which is back across the river. Yep. Um. Can, Ooh. Um. Can I make like an animal handling check to train some stray dogs to like, you know, take them out of the pumpkins one at a time and bring them back to me? Uh. Yeah. Let's go with that. Sixteen. Okay. Um yeah, we'll say uh it's yeah, that you are able to find a couple of especially with your druidic training. Um you are certainly able to find uh uh a a, a stray helpful dog or two. Um you do see they have collars and stuff, so they may just be dogs that are just out and about on town, uh, and not necessarily strays. That they're they they seem sure. they seem to have a home, but they're just kind of out and about and hanging out. Neighborhood, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you enlist their help, and they uh, are trained. Um, they seem to be trained for like hunting and retrieval, uh, which is really helpful. Sure. Is that you you kind of guide them and and tell them what to do and uh they assist your aid in this search moda we are back to you um, would there be any like i, I keep thinking of, like the triple deckers of worcester like like multi-family houses or that would have like these carved gourds things on like multiple levels and porches um, not necessarily, uh, there's not a whole lot of, like, units on second levels. Um, it's, it's pretty rare, especially in the, in the market district in the center. Um, what you might see are more of places like inns in the center, maybe having, like, multiple ones out front. Um... But yeah, there's not really a whole lot in your in your first round. You did not see a whole lot of like porches and stuff and balconies on the second level that had these. Okay. 
time. Um, so what was Sean's, Sean did an animal handling. That is correct. Okay. So, so you cannot do animal handling or stealth. Yep. Um, can I use a sleight of hand check to see, like, any of the ones that are nearby larger groups of these skeletons? See if I can, like, sneak and grab them. Does that yeah. work? Yeah. Okay. We'll say that you can use a sleight of hand to, like, put out the light and then snatch it to what it's i mean it's a little kind of getting into a little bit of of stealth or whatever but so you don't burn yourself <laughs> actually we'll go with that yeah <laughs> like like um, that's, that's what good. i think of. <laughs> that's what i like reach for it and i go ow 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 cuz i totally just had a six okay yeah um yeah you do uh end up burning your hand um so that does uh, count as a failure, uh, but you guys are doing pretty good. I mean, you have you have four successes thus far, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leaves Sister Monica. Yes. Um. So this is going to be. I want to do an insight check because again, like this is a weird tradition. This weird, like you know we've established i do i'm not from here um yep and so could i do an insight check to kind of glean the clues from what i've already seen um as to where some of these other ones like might be like as of like Yeah, I'm trying to, like, yeah, like, those, like, where would they, based on everything else that I've already seen, like, what's out of, what's normal and what's out of, because, like, you know, like, I'm gonna I say this, want to buy a This would probably be more of a history check. I mean, okay. it's a little bit of local history, but. Okay. Yeah. That works. Fourteen. Okay. Um, I mean, you think it's it's a little difficult because the district you're in is more of an industrial district. Yeah, that that's um, kind of what I was figuring. Just like yeah, if there's if there. So you get that much, um, but it means yeah. that you're having a difficult time trying to figure out where. I mean, where in an industrial district there might be houses, let alone where there might be. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, is there like you know, little boat, like those little, um, yeah. And un- unfortunately little, like, boats where you like live, but you also work on it and stuff like that. It like, would they be outside of that? Proves like, to be a little too alien for you. And you end up spending a lot of time, like searching around the docks, uh, and mm-hmm. losing a lot of time there. Uh, that is a failure. However, uh, that is a total of four successes to two failures. So overall, um, you have about an hour left before sunrise, you figure. Okay. And you have co- successfully collected through, uh, by hook, crook, and uh, uh, dog. <laughs> Sheer dumb luck. Yeah, <laughs> dog. 
98 offerings, which range from, you know, little pieces of dried fruit to uh, like a silver or copper coin to there are some very unusual ones. Uh, there is um, a, a slightly worn playing card. Um, there's uh, a dried flower um, that was sort of uh, intentionally dried um, and was once like a beautiful so like a uh, sort of flower from a book. Yeah, um, something like that. Um, like, like a pressed flower? <laughs> something like that. Uh, a couple cloves of garlic were one of the offerings. Um, a potato. Uh, a two. Get what they have. Uh, some of the what looked to be you know, more interesting houses. Uh, there was like a a petrified finger bone. Um, a you know set of uh, wooden dice made out of a very fine grained wood um but all of the sort of markers were little tiny skulls um dude i want a set of actual dice like that now uh so so things like that covers a wide range of things but you only have you only have 98 and then it dawns on you that there's one house that after conferring, like, all the places you checked and double-checking mm-hmm. and everything, there's one house that you have not checked. And oh, that is the house outside of town. We have to go back to the spooky mansion. Yes. It would seem. Really? Can we leave the 98 in our house so it's safe. I think that's a good idea. And then and then and then go there because I really 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 don't want something bad to happen and then everything's all gone. Like but at the same time I don't want to be... About how long did it take us to get to the time? It took you about an hour to get out there. Yeah, but we can't... It's a couple miles. We don't have the time. So, I'm not sure what the limitations are in this skill. Can I, like, wild shape into a horse and, like, carry people out there? Uh, I believe you can. As long as a horse is, um, let's see. What do you have? Uh, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape. Um, I'm, just, bu- 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 I'm bu- not bu- positive what the restrictions are. Until uh, CR one fourth. So. Well, that's under monsters. Challenge rating. Do one eighth to one fourth. Filter. Beasts. Uh, draft horse. How about riding horse? Riding horse is totally an option. Uh, a riding horse can carry one. Not one and a half? 
Uh, it is conceivable that the two of you may be able to squeeze on uh, uh, the horse's back. But I will make some checks to see how that goes. Or I'll, I'll need some checks to see how that goes. I mean, technically a draft horse is bigger. I was wondering, could I be like a war horse or something too? Draft horse would also, I mean, it moves slightly faster. Uh, I'm thinking Clydesdale. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So draft horse is so draft horse is slower. Uh, but I would say that I mean it would be easier to fit the two of you on there. How much slower? Uh, riding uh, horse is sixty. Draft horse. That's that's up to you, Bella, because I mean, I mean, if if we think we can squeeze ourselves onto a riding horse, I would prefer that. If we can't, then I'll go for the draft. Can we find like a pumpkin patch or something and carve our (laughs) own little thing here? I'll put a gold or two in it. There's ninety nine. No. I think that's cheating. Is it? Because I'm giving. We're giving. We're giving an offering. He didn't say it had where it had to come from. It just had to come out of a pumpkin gourd thing. I wild shape into a draft horse, and I weenie well. Okay. okay. All right. So I will say in this in this case, so the two of you are able to climb up. Um, yeah, I'll just... So technically, it's squeezing, but I'm not gonna require any. Especially since uh, a halfling on a Clydesdale is uh, just ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. It, it is like a child riding on top of a, of a full-grown Clydesdale. You may know what I'll turn pie them for. Yeah! I mean, I mean uh, a halfling can normally ride on top of a pony, and that would be an appropriately, le- appropriately sized mount. Or, or even a large dog. Since halfling war dogs you are totally be a, a mastiff. Yes. <laughs> Half, halfling war dogs are, are a thing in D&D. Yes. So, uh, uh, what I will need. Beautiful. So from Bella. Um, give me. Uh, a dexterity check. Okay, and then a constitution check. Sorry, and just just give me the result on the on the die. Cuz these are going to be using the the horse's stats. Uh, okay, so the first one was an 11. Okay. On the die, and the constitution is a 16 on the die. Okay. Um so uh you aren't able to really like go particularly faster. Than, than what the form normally allows. Uh, however, you are able to keep up, like, the general fast pace um, of... Because you would dash, so you can move 80 feet in a round, which translates to roughly overland is, uh, like, kind of 8 miles an hour. So, 
you get there in a fairly, fairly good amount of time. Um, so, I mean, you get there in, a, in like, 20 minutes of just, like, okay. straight up running. Straight yeah. up dashing. Uh, but, you know, you're not winded or anything because of that. So. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, you make it to the spooky house once more. Mm-hmm. Now that we're here, I am casting, um, yeah, I'm going to take out of my little components pouch, um, uh-huh. a bit of ashes, um, and a sprig of spruce, mm-hmm. um, and I am going to put that together and <sighs> pass without a trace. Okay. So as long as you're concentrating, you all have plus 10. To stealth? Yeah. Nice. Uh, you do not see on the doorstep a jack-o'-lantern. However, you do see uh some sort of candlelight coming from within the house. You can see because of the, the light shining in one of the windows. Do we see shadows coming from that? Like, like shadows passing in front of it or anything? Um, you're going to have to give me a perception check for that one. Come on. To differentiate from flickering light. Yeah, to, flickering uh, versus, yep. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Um, there does seem to be shadows passing uh, before your eyes. Okay. Um, there, there's, there's something. I uh, being... You what? Um, I being a horse. Okay. Okay. Um, but yes. Yeah. So uh, there are in addition to the candlelight flickering, um, there seems to be something that is casting shadows as well. And I, like, point out the shadows. Oh, this isn't good. This isn't good. Um. Yeah, I... I... And I start walking. Yeah. 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 Okay. Remember, spooky, not That's him, not this. Um, and at that, I'm gonna, um, touch my mace and have it turn into a dark purple light um it's still shining bright light out to i was gonna say is there any way that i can like oh if i cover it with something it'll like it'll dim it um, yeah but i mean it's also a cantrip so you could just yeah. not cast it yeah no i'm just gonna yeah i'm just gonna not 
Like, I wanted it to be, like, a dark purple light, so it's not, like, as bright, but just still bright. So just to recap, uh, this decrepit house sits in the highest ground in the area. Around it, there's a stone wall that's crumbled in many places, exposing the interior grounds. You pass by the ornate metal gate lying open at the end of the road, swaying slightly in the night breeze. There's all sorts of wild flora growing throughout the inner yard, but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat there. Uh, and then you see on the side of the house, there's the rotted wooden roof of uh, the water well rising out of the grass. Uh, Stay away from the well. Stay away from the well. But remember last time the smuggler people we were thinking that maybe their secret entrance was down like by the cliff or something. I'm thinking we go find the secret entrance and make our way in rather than go up through the front where they can see us because they're at the front. As you're deliberating this, you hear a low wailing coming from inside the house. And you see, in addition to the candlelight, there's now a sort of very faint, soft, bluish glow uh, that seems to be moving through the house. And it passes by one of the windows, and you see there's another skeletal figure with a the glow is coming from a beard that is a long sort of spectral beard that hangs off of its chin um and the wailing seems to be coming from this figure that's moving about uh you do recall seeing this figure on your last trip here yeah this is the thing that was at the window the last time yes it was right yes so this time it's it's more obvious that it's the beard that's glowing, but not the skeleton. Uh, that is correct. Although it does, it's not shambling about. It seems to be gliding. It's mo- It seems to be gliding. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know what? We know our way up. Like, like, Moda and I know our way up. I so actually, let's do it. I actually think that's a good idea. We have to just be very, very quiet. What? No, just kidding. Don't you dare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so... What I'm going to do is I need uh, stealth checks from everyone. And this is where we're going to do a group group stealth check. Yep. Holy ball. Plus 10, you said? Yep. Yep. 19. I take it you got a botch. Cool. So we add our the ten plus our own modifier. Yeah. Correct. Thirty-two. Yep. Uh. Fifteen. 
Eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, on ability checks, ones are not automatic yep. failures. So. Yep. Uh, it just yeah. still hurts looking you, at it. You all manage to even even with uh, the produced flame, um, and the sort of full moon's light, um, you're able to find uh, patches of darkness and shadow that you are able to skulk about through. Uh, and you do make your way up to the front of the house, seemingly undetected. No, I thought we were going down to the... Are you going to the back? I, th I thought we were going to the back. Like, that was okay. the idea the moat had, right? My idea was to go find the secret entrance that the smugglers were using. I, I think we should go in through the back. Okay. We, we still don't want to go in the front. No, no. Like, but I don't think we have the time to go down through the back, no, okay. or through the through the smugglers. Yeah. At at this point, you have roughly yeah thirty minutes, half hour. You you guess before sunrise. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's get okay. it done. So so you make yep. your so you make your way to the back door. Um. There are a couple close calls when you are sort of crouching underneath the window and you see kind of the blue glow above your heads and you, you freeze and it keeps passing by. Uh, also, you notice you seem to be getting uh, closer to the source of the candlelight as well as you're passing by the house. Uh, and you okay. make it to the back door. Okay. Um. Wants to try and open it. I try and open it. Okay. Give me a stealth check. Still get the plus ten. Okay, yes. I'm still concentrating. Twenty-three. Okay. Uh, the door like, opens with almost no sound at all. I'm like, uh, the, the magic is masking any creaks or squeaks that the hinges might make or the turning of the knob. You open the door and you all sort of slink inside. Now, Moda and Sister Monica, you are well acquainted with this area. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, as it is the area with the... Um, so it, it's the hallway that leads to the kitchen and off of that the stairway okay. down okay. as well so as room and... <laughs> the, the dining room and the withdrawing room. Um, can we kind of sense which direction? Because you said we could see the the light of the candle when we yes. were sneaking around the house. Could we kind of tell what room it was in from, like, yeah, while it, we were it looks like, around? Well, uh, yes. So the door to the kitchen is open, and you can see that there is... 
uh, uh, light, sort of candlelight coming from the kitchen. Uh, you do not <laughs> nice. see nice. any pale blue light currently in your okay. area. Okay. Watch out for centipedes. I was just gonna say that. And I'm gonna sneak in the kitchen. <sighs> okay. Give me a stealth check, Sister Monica. Mm -hmm. What's that? 17? 15? 17. 17. 17. Okay. You turn into the kitchen. Uh, and you see uh, on uh, one of the counters um, there is a small jack-o'-lantern. With with a candle lit inside it. Okay. Um, you also see. Yep. Oh. A figure to the left. Uh, this is the figure that you've noticed before, and the reason why you haven't noticed the blue light is because it's in the same room as the jack o' lantern, and so it's the candlelight coming through instead, facing away from you. And you you now get a a, a better look at it in graying, tattered robes uh, floating oh, about an inch off the ground uh, with a large, wide-brimmed hat and a long spectral beard and there are uh, bottles and beakers uh, sort of laid out on the table where it's it's facing and it has sort of uh, skeletal hands kind of looking and grabbing at beakers and stuff and swishing around materials and putting them back down. And it seems it moving around al alchemical apparatus. It does not seem to have noticed your presence. Silently? Mm-hmm. right back out like tr not yeah no I, I, I need to just add it yeah um yeah need to get out of there need to back up mm -hmm. need, to, need to get out. <sighs> uh so you see you see sister monica the other two of you you see sister monica kind of turn around the corner to the kitchen, take a look, and then she slowly backs up, uh, very visibly frightened. What is it? It's in there. It's in there. It's... It's... it's speak for actual, like, listeners' benefit. It's in there! More centipedes? No! No! It... So, due due to the proximity, 
I'm going to need another set of stealth checks from everybody. Yep. Since you are yeah. basically right around the corner. Yep, 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 yep. Still the plus ten. Oh, boy. Yeah, still that plus ten. Jesus Christ, these dice are going to make me cry tonight. Thirteen. <laughs> okay, so we have a thirteen. Okay, 19. yeah. And a nineteen. Okay. I can't yeah. roll over a five. It's, it's, your guy's magic is... So, yeah, so, this is why I did it. This is why Pass Without I Trace it. is masking and softening and dampening a lot of My your, your vocalizations. My cries. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you don't hear any, any new activity. You just hear. Yeah. And now, now that you're all kind of focusing your hearing, you're able to hear kind of the, the, uh, very faint... Ting, ting. You know, clinking of glass and swishing of liquid. Okay. Is he just look mad or bad? He looks like he's like experimenting with something. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm. He's really scary. Why does he like create a distraction on the other side of the house? And then one of us snuck in, and the other, then we snuck back up. What if we said hello? I'm all about not talking to people we don't have to talk to. Um, um, Do you yeah, want me to yeah. go knock on the front door while you guys try to sneak through the kitchen? Maybe. But then again, you bring up a good point. What if we did say hello? We are the people that technically let him back out. Maybe he'd be okay with us. Yeah, I'm going to go say hi. I'll be right back. And I start heading towards the kitchen. No, no not yet. Not yet. I stop. Well, you agree, and I agree. But we have our friend Monica here who might not. Go. Two out of three I'm votes? So I'm just so defeated right now. Go. I mean, we have a So, like, like she's, like, program. silently crying a little bit. Just can, not can okay. Can we come up with a plan? I go. But he, he doesn't seem... I, kn I knock on the door frame into the kitchen. Hello? The... I'm like holding my breath. Skeletal figure turns. And lets out uh, an unearthly wail. Uh, and then... Uh... Belladora, you are struck with a beaker full of acid. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, you suffer six points of acid damage. Uh, and then I'm going to need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> yeah. If, if this rainbow dice like does me dirty one more time, 
I I'm legitimately going to cry. But like, Eleven. I do have children who donated to No, Courtney is going to cry. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea so much. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's just initiative, but I, I, I did okay-ish. Okay. Uh, so, Sister Monica has a nine. Yep. Moda? Uh, natural 20 to bring it to 23. Okay. Belladora. 11. Okay. Uh, Moda, you are at the top of the initiative order. What would you like to do? Yeah, you, you, so the two of you saw Belladora, like, go up into the, essentially the, the threshold, uh, for the kitchen and then knock on the door frame. And then you saw just this, like, beaker, like, flask of some kind of liquid just go sailing through the air after hearing this wail, and then strike Belladora, and then just liquid starts bubbling and and fizzing and uh, uh, seemingly causing a bit of distress. <laughs> so, that that's what you see. Um, um, uh, uh, and Belladora, you are on deck. Okay. Okay. So you you are just going into the kitchen. No, I'm going up to Belladonna and trying. I'm gonna get ready to like try and grab Belladonna out and run. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I will resist. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh. Okay. So you prepare for that. Always fun when John plays. Um. <laughs> all right. Um, there is another flask of liquid that goes sailing past Belladora and hits the open door, uh, to the kitchen, um, and the glass breaks and starts to, like, bubble and, um, start to eat away the surface layer of the door. How many flasks did I see, um? Uh, there were quite a few. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, Belladora, it is your turn now. I cast Hold Person on the Skeleton. Okay. Uh, it fails. That one's for you, Cordy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a person! <laughs> I mean, I legitimately, like, am, would be okay with that. It's not against another party member. But are, it's are you actually casting person. Hold Person, or are you just... Don't let your memes be Are you be just dreams. trolling me? No. No, I'm not okay. trolling you. Uh, okay. I will activate... I will I will activate my Halo of Spores. Okay. Um, That's so, what I want. That's what I want. Okay. So that takes your action, then. Yep. And is he within 10 feet of me? Uh, 
No. Uh, okay. Unless you wish to move closer. Um, so, to for your benefit, uh, Bella, is this room is 20 feet by 20 feet. Um, here, I let me pull up. Uh, so the kitchen is dirty and damp, with patches of gray mold and cobwebs on the floor, walls, and ceiling. In the southwest corner um, is some iron cooking equipment with a chimney ab- above. Next to it, under the window, is a cracked and discolored stone sink. To the right of the sink, a small closed wooden cupboard is fixed to the wall about five feet above floor level. Against the far wall, a flight of wooden stairs leads upward from west to east. The woodwork of the staircase is, dis- is decayed, and a few of the treads are missing. Um, next to, uh, so on the wall, um, immediately to your left, there's a long table with a lot of these beakers and stuff as well. Um, but it looks like this figure was, um, mixing stuff in the sink. Uh, and the, uh, jack-o'-lantern sits in the cupboard, which is open. So that's to give you an idea of the room. So, uh, you cool. are basically 20 feet away. Okay. And so I... if, you wish, if you wish to move, you can. But No, I'll stay there. That's fine. Okay. Um, Alright then. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, another flask of liquid goes sailing by. Uh, and strikes this time against the floor, um, which it just sort of like sizzles, but doesn't seem to have any effect on the stone floor. Uh, Sister Monica Joan, it is your turn. <clears throat> All right. Um, I am I am thoroughly scared. Um, I am going to drop past without a trace. Um, okay. And I am going to cast, um, as bonus action, I am going to cast Spiritual Weapon, and it is going to look like my holy symbol of a Fiddler Crab's Claw. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah. Relevant for, um, Belladora because uh, I think we covered this with Moda, is uh, in in most of Jamora, that's a bold choice. <laughs> that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays Indeed. off. Indeed. Um, I like it. So just really quick, uh, uh, just give me a religion check, Belladora. Modified 20. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, someone openly showing such a display of Toflir, uh is, like, unheard of in most of Jamora. Uh, given that, like, the rest of the Pantheon hates this god, and, like, many of the clergy seek to discredit uh, the worship of Toflir. Um, it's, it's almost for, for, uh, player benefit, almost kind of like, uh, the whole Talos thing in, in Skyrim. Where there are definitely folks that worship Toflir, but they tend to do it in secret because doing it openly 
might get you into all sorts of trouble. So makes sense. Yes. So big old fiddler crab claw. Uh, so are you using crab hammer? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack roll. better 23 to hit uh that will hit yes of course it will <sighs> okay that, that's the wrong die okay okay all right all right all right, all right. uh six damage okay for that yep um and then for your action. And that's a bonus action. Yep. And then for my action, uh, well, I've cast it. It's it's next to him. It, it grabs onto him um, to hit him up. And then um, I'm just running in. I'm, I'm just, no, no, we're doing this. He's got, no, we're doing this. We're doing this. Um, okay. And I'm going to go um, Mace Claw. Okay, um, I need a quick acrobatics check to avoid yep. uh, the patch of sizzling goo. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, that's a 17 on the die. Okay, yeah, you easily, uh, with your cat-like reflexes, you're able to jump over the patch of uh, sizzling goop, sizzling slime uh, that is mm -hmm. on the floor. Oh, okay, these are good. These are good. Okay, uh, a twelve for the mace. A twelve? Yeah. That will hit. Nice. Um, and a fifteen for my claws. Uh, that will also hit. Awesome. All right. Okay, things are going better. Things are going better. I'm still not. Um. All right, and so two damage with the mace. Okay. And nothing with the claw. Um, 1d4 so, minus 1 and I roll well so it still deals 1 point of damage okay so yeah. 1 1 the claws yeah um, you do notice uh, like the other skeletons uh, bludgeoning yeah. attacks are more effective against this thing yep uh, it seems to actually be a skeleton you are not passing through any it, it is not incorporeal yep so uh, there is that <laughs> yep um and then, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that is your turn. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, it throws a, uh, after your turn, yep. it throws a flask of some kind of, like, sticky tar-like substance at the sizzling patch of, of goo. Uh, and when it breaks, uh, the sizzling tar-like substance catches flame. And then when it makes contact with the goo, you start to, like, it's it starts to react violently. Uh, and then it explodes. I need a dexterity save from each of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cocked. Come on, there we go. Fourteen. Save? Save. 21. Is this 
poison, potentially? Because they have advantage. Uh, this is not poison. Oh, this is this is, this is this is an explosion. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, Sean, what was Bella's dexterity save result? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, that. Uh, they all succeed. Um, so you take. Wow, that was a decent roll. Um, you each take five points of fire damage. Okay. Additionally, um, so the area, uh, basically the the doorway, and then a five foot radius of the doorway is filled with a thick smoke. Yep. Uh. That basically functions like a like a fog cloud. Uh, those of you that are within that area or outside of that area, outside of the kitchen, can't see past it. Cool. Uh, Sister Monica, you are within the kitchen, so yep. uh, as you look back, you just see this like smoking cloud and cannot see Belladora. Okay. So. Uh, okay. now, it's actually its turn. Yeah, I saw that coming. Um, it is going to wail, and then proceed to, uh, take two flasks and throw them at Sister Monica. Uh. And you notice, with these flasks, it seems to be, like, conjuring the flasks out of midair as it throws them. Uh, that is a... That's going to be two hits. Against Sister Monica. Uh, unless you have anything that changes that stuff, but I don't think you do. No, I don't. Okay, because that's a 17 and an 18. Yup, 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 yup. Uh, that is... A total... Of 11 points of acid damage. I'm down. Oh. <laughs> that happened fast. Yeah. 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 Okay. Claw vanishes. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, you do hear uh, a, a sort of as uh, Sister Monica and, th- and then a thump on uh, stone on the stone floor. Uh, Moda. Um, I'm gonna just come charging in and through the smoke and two-handed quarterstaff run and try and hit this knot out of our friend. Okay. I'm gonna say that because you've because you've been in the room before and you're just like going through a doorway that you're able to make it through the cloud without having to really use up all of your movement. Since basically you're just you could just bumble your way like around the corner and then make it through the cloud. And then have your regular movement, so 
Fourteen. Uh, fourteen will hit. Oh, oh awesome! Eight, eight, eight. Come on, rainy die. Six damage. Okay. Um, and then bonus attack. I'm gonna let go with one hand and just try and pop him right up. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, no, that's a one. Okay. You just missed. Yeah, it's no good. Sean is a is a just and kind and person. I often feel like missing yep. is enough punishment. Yeah. So sometimes it is. Thank yep. you. Yep. Especially since uh Pocket Acid. Uh and that's going to hit. Sha 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 pocket sand, but it's acid. And you take five points of acid damage. Uh, and Belladora, you are up. Uh, I'm currently like standing like in the smoke cloud, right? You are currently standing in the smoke cloud. I will move forward into the room, uh, through the smoke cloud. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a five foot radius, so you don't have very far to go to get out of it. Uh, And then you, you see the aftermath before you. You see a calico tabaxi on the floor. <laughs> yes. So, Sister Monica I Joan is will... down. I will catch... Oh. <laughs> you froze. Oh, no! Oh, no! You froze! During casting! You froze! Ugh. Can you hear me now? There we, we go. Can. I'm going to cast a level two cure wounds on Sister Monica Jones. Okay, so you rush over yep. and. Yep. Okay. Sixteen damage. Nice. Healed. Oh, thank you. And then you get sha sha sha, and you take two points of acid damage. Actually, Sister Monica Joan, yeah. it is your turn. Did I yeah. freeze again? Uh, you are is currently he... frozen. Is he within ten feet of me? Oh, um, yes. Uh, makes the save. Okay. I think. Let me just make sure that there's not. Uh, no. Okay. Um. Oh, just to know, just uh, remember, you have twelve temporary hit points. I did. I did make a note of that. Yes. Okay. All right. It's the only reason I'm still standing, actually. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> good to know. Um. Yeah, so, uh, level three. Level three. Sister level Monica three. Joan, you are yep. up. You are yeah. on the floor. Yeah. I'm gonna turn on dead. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me just look uh, that up. Wisdom, Turn undead. Of 12. DC twelve. Yep. 
Yep. So, uh, what do you do to uh, channel your divinity? What, what do you? How do you invoke Toflir's so, presence for channeling the divinity? So, um, as we discussed last episode, he's he's not very you know common around here. I was told to hide my holy. Um, I did not very well though. Um, and so, while still on the floor, um, into a fetal position. I'm going to take my my holy symbol of, of his crab claw mm-hmm. and start start praying while in the fetal position, crying a little bit. Um, okay, more than a little bit. Um, and <laughs> just just like letting out this like, come on, you don't want my adventure to end here. This is not everything that you've wanted for me. I know there's... I can do so much more. Please, please, just turn him! And, um... And, and... Do my turn undead. Uh... (coughs) The power radiates out from you. Mm -hmm. And... The skeletal figure stops for a moment and the jaw just like drops and hangs Ah! Uh, and then it proceeds to do like this mad dash around the outskirts of the room Um, and leaves you see it enter into the smoke cloud and you see it go through the smoke cloud as it takes off uh in, in at maximum speed, uh, it, it it says, uh, "Mr. LaForge, get us out of here at maximum warp," uh, and proceeds <laughs> nice. to vacate nice. as quickly as possible. Uh, you do not see where it goes once yep. it enters the smoke cloud. Yep. Um. But yep. you simply know, uh, you, you know that the effect was successful. So for the next yep. minute, yep. it can't go near you. And as as it as I as I finish that and I like see that happening, I say, "Let him go! Don't touch him! Don't attack!" Um, so that these guys can hear. Yeah. Um. Uh, it is no longer your turn. Yep. Because because that all happened on on the creature's turn. Yep. So, with that in mind, Moda, it is your turn. Uh, seeing this happen, I run over to the jack-o'-lantern, I'll pull it up ever so carefully, and see if there's a thing in there. There is, uh, a stone in there. Uh, this stone, let's see. It it it's a it's a special looking stone. Uh, that has runic symbols carved into it. Hmm. But that is what is in there. That normally I 
can't call that a stone, but there's something on here. Good enough for me, let's go. I start walking up the back door. Mission uh, complete. Let's get out of here. So. It's changing the music. Uh, it's mostly, um, I, 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 actually, I wanted, I really hated, uh, changing the music over what sounded like very triumphant music. So. Sorry, I'm just trying to find the description of this stone. But basically, it, it shimmers as if it was made of liquid but it is a solid stone carved with runes um and it just it has a, a weight to it like an unnatural weight to this stone uh upon placing the stone in your sack that you've been carrying around collecting all these things uh, there is a gust of wind that just sort of picks up indoors and sort of blows out the candle in the room. And, uh, including blowing out the, um, the smoke. It dissipates the smoke. Um, and you see, uh, the sort of skeletal figure, um, basically, like, is opening the front door and then leaving the premises. Um, and you hear, uh, a, uh, footsteps. Very, very light footsteps coming from the other side of the, the second door in the kitchen. The one that led to the, um, the things to go down. Smugglers, the, the smugglers area down, smugglers downstairs. Den. The door opens and once again, you hear bravo, bravo. I knew you all had it in you. Now, this is wonderful. You've you've all collected all 99 requested. So, I am a lord of my word. And with a snap of his uh, sort of gloved hands, um... It's almost like a weird, like, jump cut. And the injuries you've sustained, the damage done to your clothing and everything is all mended. Uh, so, you are all restored to full hit points. And as a cosmetic effect, all the tears and, and <laughs> damage done to your equipment and your, your clothes have been stitched back up as if they were new. Ah, I see. You're still you're still concerned about um, yeah. the one out there. Ah, well, 
Why don't you all? Why don't you all take a look? Just, uh, just gather round. Gather round. I'm gonna like slowly, I do so. I'm gonna like slowly get to my feet. Like, I'm still like. And the pumpkin clutching. king takes his head off, his pumpkin head. And as he's holding it, the head is like, <laughs> and he throws the head, and it goes in a searing, like a fireball, through the house through the open door and then strikes the skeletal figure who then just knocks over uh, and it, his own head then falls boom, 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 and goes rattling down. Creepy. And then when you blink when you blink uh, the archface head is pumpkin head is back on his head. How'd you do that? Were you paying attention before? I am... Uh, powerful... Powerful lord in my own right. Okay, that was kind of cool. Well, I should certainly hope so. As I said, you've held up your part of the bargain. So, no tricks... Just treats. I said you would get trinkets, treasures, and treats. So, I've already given you a treat in restoring your wounds. So, he pulls out of sort of uh, the the bags of items that you've collected. He pulls the stone out. Here's a trinket. And he goes, oh, I think I have something in here that might be a bit more useful than that. And he pulls what looks like his his coat pocket and keeps pulling it. And you see there's more and more fabric. And then it looks like he pulls an entire bag out of his pocket. And it looks like a, like just a very long sack that he then simply hands... Uh, and there's some treasure. Now, dump it out. Dawn is approaching. It, it is an empty sack. Ah, okay. Dawn approaches soon, and uh, my work is better done in the evening and at night, so I must bid you adieu. Until As next time. My king. Of course, the uh, veil between the worlds is closing, and so I must return to my own realm. But thank you for your assistance. You know what? Thank you for yours. Weird tradition. Weird rites. But I'm kind of okay with this. It was a pleasure. Do remember the next time to show the proper deference to... beings of higher authority than you. Ta-ta! And he closes the door behind him as he goes back into the door that he came. 
Well, that was certainly a character. It's from this bag. Like, it's... it's... Can I see it? Yeah. I look into it. Uh, there is... Nothing in the bag. I reach my hand into the bag. Um, there does not appear to be anything in the bag. Does there appear to be a bottom of the bag? Yeah, there does appear to be a bottom of the bag. I put the bag over my head and say, Boo! <laughs> I'm a ghost. And that gives some some much needed levity to to the night. I guess chicks aren't all that bad. <laughs> you guys have some weird customs here, but I like this one. <laughs> Can we go home and go to bed now? I'll hand the yes. bag back. God, yes. Yeah. Oh, come on. Let's go. No, I'm not doing this tonight. <sighs> no. And with that, you all promptly leave. Yeah. And back. Re- return to back to, to bed. the downtown area of Dusky Shores. Yeah. As you are all rushing back, the way it seems... It seems to go faster than than before. Maybe it's just the pace that you're picking up. Maybe that it's just with some newfound actual treasure in your midst, it makes your steps a bit lighter. You're not sure. But you get back around daybreak and get the remainder of a much-needed rest in. But you could swear that you hear after after you hear that moan in the haunted house. Just a faint whisper of a of a chuckling laugh on the breeze. Sort of a, almost a maniacal laughter that seems to carry off into the wind. Oh boy. And when you awake the next day, you find just a nice hot pumpkin pie sitting on your on your table, on your common room table. Yes! Pie for breakfast is the best! So we took and a that, long rest. <laughs> and that is where we will end this chapter of Tales of Jamora Leaf Dancer. Oh, man. Happy Halloween, oh. everyone! <laughs> oh, man, that was now, uh, for some for some bookkeeping, yes. uh, the stone and the bag are magical items. Yeah, I had a feeling. That, that spending an hour yeah. with them would have alerted you to their properties. The bag is indeed a bag of holding. Nice. It just didn't have we anything have inside it. We have a bag of holding. We have a bag of holding. Yeah. It's not true. Uh, I had me eat it for a little bit. The stone is a luck stone. 
And I'm just trying to find is because it's a specific luck stone. Uh, and I'm just trying to find what exactly it does. So bear with me for a moment. Which book is it out of? You know what? I'm just gonna look it up on the old D and D Beyond. The cursed luck stone? Nope. I don't know then. Uh, yeah, so you get a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws. Uh, does require attunement. Cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, I was wrong. It's not actually a special one. It's just the one that's in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Okay. So yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for Tales of Jamora Leaf Dancer. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed this adventure. Um, join us in two weeks for Tales of Jamora the Kraken's Wake as we return to Twillin with uh, the, the Backstreet Sharks and just their absolute idiocy. And I will be in May full cosplay. So have fun Perfect. Like, coming to see uh, that. Okay. Yeah. It will be the day after Halloween. So I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will not be, but I will be. So, <laughs> so yep. Uh, be sure to join us for that. Um, if you want to see more content from 8-Bit Adventures, be sure to check out 8-BitAdventures.com. If you want to help uh, support that content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash 8bitadventures and get cool things like access to exclusive comics for patrons only, featuring my dog. Yeah. Um, There will be other benefits as well, like discounts for merchandise, as well as uh, bonus pie cakes each month. Um, I'm able to do that now because there aren't too many patrons and I can do it manually. Uh, So... Um, so we have that. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Jamora setting, you can head on over to, that's the wrong way, <laughs> Whoop, right here, uh, jamora.com. Uh, and over there, it's all articles about different aspects of the campaign setting, different areas. Um, you can see, uh, there is a, there is a write-up of the town of Dusky Shores on the site right now. So, um, and VODs of... All of our episodes are up there as well as they go up and become available. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to promote? No, I mean, okay. Well, you know, you can catch Sean and I on uh, Wednesday for podcast. Yes. Uh, next week. Yeah. Next next stream on this channel is Wednesday at seven thirty p.m. for the Eight Bit Adventures podcast. Um, we're probably going to be talking about Ring Fit Adventure. Did you, are you getting it? Did you get it? I have to check to see if it says uh, GameStop said there were no uh, pre-orders available. So I have to check tomorrow. So Remember, I also go to um, Holyoke a lot. Yep. So, yeah. So, that uh, be made possible. with that, we're going to head out. <laughs> so have fun, everyone. Happy gaming. And enjoy your pie cake. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good night, folks. Bye. 
You're listening to the 8-Bit Adventures Network. Get more shows like this at 8bitadventures.com.